This is LPGOB. Listen up, children. You are listening to Fem House Radio. I said, listen up, children. Say hello. A wonderful night is made as much by the dancers as the music. <laughs> Got it as much by the spirit of joy in the room. House Radio. This week's guest, Sasha Gigi.
Femhouse Radio with your host, LPGOB, and our guest this week is London-based DJ and producer, Sasha Gigi. Her journey began at the University of Bristol, where she harnessed her skills in songwriting and also fell in love with dance music. Her obsession of collecting records led her to have her own radio show and discover the art of DJing. She has played everywhere from high Ibiza all the way to San Francisco in the States. At the beginning of the year, she released her first EP, Sugar Daddy, on UK powerhouse Edible Records, which received support on Radio 1, Majestic, and Kiss Radio. I've had the pleasure of meeting Sasha at a Fatboy Slim show, and she has the most welcoming and kind energy, and I need to shout out her amazing manager, Katie Ellis, because together, these two are a powerhouse. Sasha, welcome to Femhouse Radio. It is a pleasure to have you. Thank you so much. Thank you for that intro as well. It's like, is that me? <laughs> <laughs> that is you taken in. So tell us your origin story. How did you get into producing and DJing? So I've always been like totally obsessed with music since I was a kid. Um, but it was like dance music came a little bit later. I, I'm from London. Um, so I went to uni in Bristol just to get out of London for a couple of years because I always knew that I was going to come back. And when I was at uni, like, I wasn't that desperate to be at uni, but sort of everyone around me was going. So it was just sort of something that happened. I thought it'd be cool to live in a new city for like a few years. Um, Bristol has like an incredible music scene and I was just like keen to get involved in everything around like the uni. So I ended up getting involved in the radio station like at Bristol and it was like super random. Like I never thought about radio before like ever. And I had a show for like three years on the station. And in my last year I was head of music for the station and I was curating like playlists with the music team. And that was like my first taster of music curation, um, which was awesome. But also that because the, the scene in Bristol is so um, like dictated around house music and dance music, the playlists that we were curating for like the students were dance music playlists. And, you know, I was going out like every weekend of my last year to Motion, which is obviously the huge club in Bristol has like I incredible love DJs coming in and out and just sort of fell in love with the scene there. Yeah. Yeah. So th that that's really how it happened. I came back to London, um, had no idea how to like get into the music industry. I wasn't DJing at this time. I was like, I was the person at the house parties like watching the DJs being like, I was listening to the tunes, but I never thought about actually getting on the decks. Um, and when I came back to London, it still didn't like even cross my mind, but I was just totally obsessed with music. I'd had this experience in music curation at that point. And I was like, okay, I have no idea what to do. So I got a, um, like a, uh, show on this like community radio station. And I wasn't paid. I was like waitressing in the evenings, like to try and make some money and started doing my own show then. And at uni that had been like the best way that I'd been able to sort of meet other people in the industry by inviting them onto my show, interviewing them. So I just sort of carried on that process back in London. Um, and then like people just started assuming that I was a DJ because I was a radio DJ. And so I started getting booked for like a couple of like small gigs and I was like, okay, like, this is cool. Um, and also like, you know, as, as waitress saying, they were offering me like a hundred quid to, to DJ. And I was like, whoa, <laughs> like, I'm going to get in on this. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I know exactly how that feels. Yes. <laughs> like somebody's going to pay me to do this. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and like, as I said, I'd always been obsessed with music. So this idea that I was going to get paid to go and like DJ, that was 
really cool. So I started playing at these like places. It just so happened that the radio station had like some associations with some of the fashion like shows that were happening and stuff. So I got to start playing like quite cool events um, as well as like little bars and anything, anywhere that would have me, I was like, cool. And I just sort of learned on the job, like through YouTube, learn how to like use the decks, like really learn on the job. Um, and then it started getting like a bit more serious and I did a short course at Point Blank Music School just like in the evenings um, for like a couple of months just because YouTube got me to a level but I just felt like there are a few more things I need to learn. Like, I didn't even know what record box was at the time. Like, I didn't know how you like curate totally. your music, um, yeah. like, organize your music, anything like that. Yeah. So I did this course for a couple of months and then I was like, I'm gonna like take this more seriously. And I just started, I was I was working on like a singer-songwriter project at the time. Singing was like always what, what I had done, um, but DJing was an incredible way to support like that. And also I was playing music. I would just stand there for hours just playing tunes. Uh, and it just built from there. And then it just got to a stage where it took over and became the main thing. Um, and then in the last couple of years, I sort of started producing and that was an absolute game changer because I was then making music. So I wasn't just a DJ, yeah. but I was actually making music. And Absolutely. Then that, that, that's when it becomes real. Yes, so speaking of that, how did your first EP come together? So the Sugar Daddy EP, <laughs> which was released on Edible. Um, I was just making, I was experimenting, making a lot of tunes at the time. Um, I say the time, this is only like six months ago. <laughs> um, and it was really funny actually, cause obviously the, the name Sugar Daddy is like, is it, it's quite a funny title for the EP, but the, the main track of the EP is called Sugar Daddy. And I was getting like these DMs at the time on like my Instagram. And you know like when you get like the little request DM and you're like, I should look at it, I'm gonna look at it. <laughs> and um, I kept getting these like messages being like, be my sugar baby for 10,000 pounds. I'll show my partner and we were like, cracking up over it. Like it was, it was like pretty funny. Obviously never responded to the messages, but like it was, it was it caused enough amusement, you know? And yes. super randomly, like at the same time, um, I would just basically walk around the park for hours listening to old tunes, like trying to find little samples. I often start my music, my tracks with a vocal idea, even if it's like two words, that's often what gets me going for the rest of the track. And I came across this sample and it, it was like this sort of Afro, kind of inspired track from like the 80s and the main lyric was Sugar Daddy, but it was like, it was so incongruous, like the, the vocal with the track. And I was like, like it just sort of came together. And then I wrote this vocal, um, which is the main vocal in Sugar Daddy. I wrote that vocal and laid that over the top and brought in some of the samples and then sort of, sort of like filled it around that. That is amazing. Um, yeah, that, that's kind of how that chat came about. I love that. I love that. And so before you released this EP, you started your own label, GG Records. Can you tell us about the label? And what is the difference that you've seen between self-releasing on your own label and working with another label? Yeah, so the, the Sugar Daddy EP came off Edible in January. And then a few months later, um, I started GG Records. Amazing. Um, and then I put out my first record, Gave You a Party, which I put out a couple of weeks ago on that. Congrats. And um, thank you. And yeah, no, it was, it was just, 
I just wanted to have like that autonomy over like the releases. As I said, like we're, I'm really keen to be putting out like a track a month sort of thing yeah. this year. And just to be able to like plan my own schedule, I just felt like I needed to be able to like have a label to to like create that plan. And also it was just um it was just a really it's just a it's really fun, it's really exciting to have your own label. First it gives you autonomy, but also it really made me think about myself as an artist. I created these like mood boards and vision boards. I'm like lucky to have like a team around me to to help me with this label, um, who are incredible. And so I had to like present to them what I wanted this vision for the label to be to, so that everyone would understand like my, my vision basically. And that was like such an exciting process. Because so what is, what is your vision? So the label is about like freedom of expression. Um, it's, I have this sort of like anecdote, which is at the beginning of the night, you're like, you look like perfect. You've just done your makeup, you've just done your hair, you just got ready to go out. You've done whatever you do that makes you feel good. Like you're ready. And then that's like perfection, you know? And then you go out and it's like, you know, four or five hours into your club night and you're on the dance floor and you're sweating and the makeup's running and your clothes are sticking to you and you're far too close to the person next to you. But like, that's the real perfection. Do you know what I mean? Amazing. So it's like, it's just about that sort of freedom of expression, um, that sort of fun, that that twist on his head of what perfection really is. The letting um, go. Yeah, it's just about having a good time, which I think house music is all about. A hundred percent. Well, thank you so much for being a guest on Femme House Radio. You are wonderful. You have beautiful energy. You are a wonderful DJ. I love your productions. We're so excited to see where you go. Thank you for taking your time today. Thank you so much for having me.
And now the Fem House Hymn of the Week.
Radio. 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 Radio.